0: The quick smart comedy show was originally broadcast on Sound Art Radio. For more programming, visit soundartradio.org. Coming up on today's show, the very best of the Quick Smart comedy show from 2016. Plus, Dave and James are being interrogated. What crime have they committed now?
1: Welcome to the wonderful world of the Quick Smart. Comedy show with friends and guests. Stuff, things, it's the Quick, Smart Comedy Show. Let's meet your hosts, David
0: and James. Hello and welcome to the Quick, Smart Comedy Show on Sound Art Radio. Uh, Sitting in this dark room is uh, me, Dave, alongside me is James. Hello. You're probably wondering... Why is the room dark? Not a power cut. I know what you were thinking. Uh, it's actually how do you describe this room,
1: James? An interrogation room. Yeah, that's what it's called. The uh, names on the door there. Interrogation room four. Oh, okay. Uh, you're quite upbeat, David. I'm I'm stressing out a bit, you know. Um, no, uh, I've been interrogated before. I think I handled it pretty well. Yeah, that's not that's not how it happened, and it was broadcast, so everyone. No, I think that happened, James. What? Why? What are you remember? Uh, I remember a lot of weeping, a lot of uh, clawing at the door, uh, like a cat. Yeah, that was just my Jaguar impression. Why th- at that time, though? Uh, just, I thought it would just diffuse the mood.
0: It didn't, just, did it? No, well, no, it didn't. It didn't. Escalated. You got really angry. Yeah, yeah. And my nails started to bleed. But So it did happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Jaguar impression happened. Um, but yeah, after that, I um, I walked out with my head held high. Mm. That was my meerkat impression.
1: Well, we should probably say we are still broadcasting this show, just on this little pocket radio that we've got.
0: Yeah, we do know this is going out. I know that, that was a bit of a weird conversation. We do know this is being broadcast. Um, we've-
1: yeah. Well, the situation, listeners, is that they've given us uh, enough change for one phone call. They've got, obviously, inbuilt phones in the uh, interrogation rooms.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a real security risk myself. Yeah. They've left us alone. They, they said, get,
1: get on with a free one phone call and mm. we'll come back in later. Um, so I, I've decided I'm going to fund the uh, Citizens and Advice Bureau because I'm not even sure why we're here, David. We've just been brought in yeah, um, under duress. Under duress. So, was it one phone call each or? No, one just one. Us? So, I thought we could fund the Citizen Advice Bureau. Don't dial those
0: numbers. We, okay, I'll, no, fine, just I know, to, I know what to Hi, Olaf. Oh, yeah, it's Dave. Dave from the Quick Smart Comedy Show. The Quick Smart Comedy Show? Uh, Just to tell you that me and James won't be able to make it in on time today. Uh, We've been uh, apprehended by some hooded creatures and uh, we're not quite sure what we're doing in this interrogation room. But um, I believe that I gave you a couple of weeks ago an emergency uh, CD. And I said, you know, if anything was to happen to us, me and James in the uh, line of duty uh, to stick that in and play that. So, um, yeah, if you just play the emergency broadcast. Yeah, no, I do work there. Up. Did you just use our one phone call and phoning Olaf? Yeah, I'm am pro- a professional, James. I don't want I don't you want didn't any even dead air. Him, you
1: didn't even tell them that we, we need help. Oh, didn't I? No, no. I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure I said phone the lawyers or whatever you said. Your was it a accountant we need? Your perception of reality is re warped sometimes. No, no, it's not. Why are you spinning? This is an emergency broadcast i can't name one of those tracks james Is why i'm going to introduce the triumphant return of dave's comedy showcase now uh, i know the listeners have been what how is this happening because i haven't sanctioned it and (laughs) and you know why we can't do it dave well you uh, firstly any idea i have doesn't need to be sanctioned by you secondly the listeners have been emailing in in droves they i'm getting emails saying dave when's the comedy showcase going back Love the show. your greatest fan. Um, Does does James really have to be on the show? They usually sign it off with. And I say, yes, he's got to be there. Is this your mum again? No, she's a big fan. My uh, my mother, my grandmother, they all love it. But, um, yeah, these are just members of the public.
1: You know why we can't. There was that, um, I don't even remember what it was, was it? Some sort of court injunction, some super injunction. (laughs) There was that investigation. Into
0: maybe I've been plagiarizing jokes. You say maybe we, we, The evidence was found.
1: You signed. You signed the uh, you the know, witness statement. Yeah.
0: No, we see. The thing is, um, I just I did, and then I just thought, oh no, and screwed it up. So <laughs> from what I remember, we, you uh, jumped bail. Yeah, I skipped bail and stole the witness statement, screw it up. Yeah. But I'll have you know, they've been investigating, but. The statute of limitations has kicked in, James, and I can no longer be tried for the crime. (laughs) Therefore, it doesn't matter if I admit it. You know, I could, for example, say that I have been stealing jokes from other card companies, for example. That's what I remember. It was like Christmas
1: crackers and um, greeting cards.
0: People have been saying I've been stealing the jokes out of them. Yeah. Well, you
1: would also read the price and the make of the card. That's why we found out. Well, I'd just like to um,
0: credit the... Sources that I haven't been uh, plagiarising. Well, that's smart. Even if I admitted I did it, I literally <laughs> did it. I stole those jokes. There's nothing that can happen because uh, statute of limitation, James. That's great.
1: Um, I'm immune from for suit. You. I am. I'm very happy, for you. That's that's cleared up. But uh, you're still not playing them on the show. I, I'm next to the control, so I would. You're not playing to... them. I'm gonna. I'm not playing anything. I'm reading them out. It's not. These aren't sound bites. i turn the mic. Mic off, or I'll just speak over you. I just
0: go, Dave, 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 Dave. I got Dave, Dave, Dave. Uh, do you want to see? Do you want to see the emails? What? I can show you the emails that people have sent in. What? Just saying you're good. Well, I don't yeah, just see saying that. that they want to hear the comedy showcase. If I can prove to you, people have been emailing in saying that they want to hear some jokes. No, I don't want to see that. Well, I'll
1: just I'll prove it anyway. Um, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see the emails where they say we're great and the show's great. Um, we got loads of them, right? Um, um, just look yeah, I've fold just more fold, it, yeah, folder yeah. here. Quick smart show. Uh, zero, David. Why is there zero in there? Where, where are all these emails that you promised?
0: Um, if you just watch otherwise, I need to plug in yeah, this USB okay. stick. Right, now that's in. Why, uh, why give, are you plugging in the USB? US, no, you, this, is just, this is where I store my emails. Just um, I just store them with this USB stick. Right. right. Uh,
1: I can see the screen too, David. It's right in front of us. Yeah.
0: You're, this is just how I access my emails. Right, um, right. You're, you're going to C
1: drive, and now you're going to um, don't show James mm-hmm. folder. Yeah, this is where I keep my emails. Yeah, I can see this though. Why are you... Pretending yeah. that this isn't happening. Yeah, if I just go into here. you this... just open a folder called secret emails I've sent to myself.
0: Yeah, this is the emails that have been sent to me. Myself. And a secret, because I wasn't going to tell you, because I was going to go off and become right. a stand-up. But I thought, you know, I'll share it on the show. So if I just open this one up. um, yeah, we go. If I open that in uh, Windows Photo Viewer.
1: There we go. Again because it's come up as a photo viewer, Dave. I don't believe this is a real email. No, no, this is an email. This no, isn't a real. Don't check your email.
0: it always comes up in Windows Photo Viewer. In, even in the preview,
1: David, it, mm-hmm. the screenshot says, it's your email address.
0: Yeah, he hacked my email address, apparently. <laughs> so yeah, if I just uh, get this email, it says, um, hey Dave, uh, loving the show. Um, I can't wait until you uh, bring back the comedy showcase. For example, I wouldn't mind hearing a joke like this. Wait, sorry, what? Just- sorry we're hearing fan views, not your
1: showcase, aren't we?
0: Yeah, just, just yeah, they've emailed in just saying they want to hear some jokes and they are just giving some examples of jokes they might want to hear. I was watching TV the other day and I saw a black and white dog in court. It was the sheepdog trials.
1: That has your... She got
0: seven years in the pound.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can see the rest of it. Dude. 59p. <laughs> Card factory.
0: What was that? That was the uh, comedy showcase that you didn't want me to play once. So I played it for a second time. I knew what it was. My question was more. Why did you play it? Well, I think once we get back to the studio, James, the emails will come flooding in again. Um, there'll be more emails written by other people this time saying uh, what a great segment that was.
2: Boys, Justin Kayserak here. Offcom. Ofcom?
1: Ofcom. I didn't realise. Why, why are, you, are you in the wrong room? This is like a police interrogation room and we're... This two, boy's an Ofcom interrogation room. An Ofcom interrogation? I didn't even know that was a thing. we got at least
2: four. This is number four. We've brought you here because you've breached our quality assurance regulations. I, from the quality control section at Ofcom, come here to punish you. Punish? Pretty much. Unless you can prove that your show is worth the one hour airtime a month on a local radio station, you will be punished.
1: Can you even prove that? I don't. That That's like a kind of unquantifiable thing, isn't it? You know, uh, I think it is. Dave thinks it is, don't you, David? Yeah, unquantifiable. Thanks, David.
2: We've raided your radio station, we've got the records from your previous shows, and we've got a lot of evidence that there uh, is no quality in your show.
1: I knew we shouldn't be going live. I knew we shouldn't be broadcasting what we're doing, David. That was our downfall. You're right, it was your downfall, broadcasting that tripe.
2: I've had to listen to hours of your two voices drone on and on and on about who My favourite bit is not. when we speak over each other. That was my least favourite part. Really? There will be no speaking over one another when I'm in the room.
1: Well, can we at least defend ourselves? Can we make a case, perhaps? Um, David, you we were going to have a lawyer. Uh, were we? That was the phone call, David. No, that went to Olaf. Yeah, I, I was there. That no. played the previous sketch.
0: It's not as sketchy as our lives. Oh, yeah. I've got a warped sense of reality, haven't I? Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have played the comedy showcase. The comedy? You played the comedy
2: showcase again? Number one, your show has no quality. Number two,
1: it's community radio. It's supposed to benefit someone in the community. Can I interject? Here's my first bit of evidence. Right, we we work for and we promote a local businessman, uh, a local business owner, excuse me, uh, and his business, along with a lot of other people. Sometimes we don't even mean to. Can we? I'm just gonna go through the boxes here. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, 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 play this one. Play this one. Exhibit A. Why are you looking at me? Sorry. I thought you were gonna play a well, tape. I don't. I've how do you. How do you do that? Just play. It oh, okay.
2: Just put it's it in. all digital these days.
1: the car park is full with just one lorry and there's fifteen of them out there so there's a bit of a pile up. You can fit a lot of people in a lorry. You can, but theres some the problem of a, there's a big pile up outside the B and I mean it's going back onto the Oh,
3: of lorries or people.
1: Of lorries, you don't five oh, people <laughs>
3: Well it's a small car park, we're a local B and B. We're not designed for such things. We're not we're not a, a motorway service station.
1: Yeah, I found the flyer Dennis that you put out saying Mass I think lorry. If, if
3: you invite fifty people, only so many are gonna turn up. You've invited fifty lorries. And they've all bloody turned up.
1: Yeah, it's a massive queue, Dennis. You better you better sort that out. I mean, look. All these... I better
3: sort it out. You better sort it out. Well where, where are you? Take this apron. Take this small chef's hat and go and serve things up. Why have I got... Why are you giving me the junior hat? If for anything, I'm at least an intermediate. You have to have someone junior to you to be intermediate.
1: Oh, good point. Where 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 are your kitchen staff, Dennis?
3: They ran away
1: together In some sort of
3: dribs and drabs. Dribs and drabs. I didn't notice at first. There were four of them. And then and then there weren't four, and then there was less than that again. Before that, there was even less again. And now there's just me, with no shoes and socks on, stirring things with my toes, trying to get everything ready for all these lorry drivers, and it just ain't panning out.
1: Have you served a single person yet? No. Right, well, quick.
3: Good. Just make something here hot and give it to someone in a bowl or plate, depending on how viscous it is.
1: Alright, well, I've got a couple minutes at least. Right, okay, so what's what, what's the first order? What, what are you even cooking here? This is just brown sauce. You've got a pot of brown sauce and Dennis. Where's the meat?
3: Well identify, James. That is brown sauce. An entire vat of HP brown sauce.
1: Great, what are what you going to do with it? Just serve it up, done it's soup. Right, well let's get into it Dennis, right. I've got I got a bucket here, um is that gonna be alright? Yeah. Go outside, get two scoops of mud,
3: then put some beef in it, then put some gravy in it, then put some ketchup in it, like a
1: whole bottle of ketchup. Have you seen the order? Like you've seen all the order tabs you got here, Dennis, it's full. It's not even even taking these off anymore. This one's from June.
3: I just still haven't fed him yet. <laughs> it's overdrawn, it's it's still out there waiting, that's why the queue's so long. I assume.
1: Wow, okay. Well probably should check on room nineteen then at some point, didn't we? Ah,
3: there's an awful smell of death coming from room nineteen. But I'd best leave it be. But to be honest, that one room has kept this entire place afloat for at least two months.
1: Oh wow, okay.
3: Business is scarce. <laughs> but probably... now with the lorry convention in town we have too much business. Yeah. The kitchen is too busy. I've run out of steak and ale, and I've resorted to uh, dead seagull and gutter water, which I've rigged up a new piping system so that when it runs off the roof, rather than going into the drains outside, it comes in through the window and into this drum.
1: I had noticed since a lot of the ingredients seem to be um, fluff. A
3: lot of an animal is fluff. As soon as you skin an animal, you've lost at least 8% of its body mass. So you just grind it up into a grey mush with the rest of it. No one yeah. can notice.
1: I see you've kind of devised the kitchen up into a certain certain uh, stations. you got the, that looks like the uh, the animal crushing centre. You've labelled that. You've had quite a lot of time to prepare, Dennis, but not a lot of time for actual food preparation.
3: No. Well, it takes so long to get a washing machine inside and put bricks in it and get the animals in it. But then line the inside with a plastic bag so that none of it runs off.
1: I think the washing machine's flooding, Dennis. Because there's a bit, there's quite a lot of pink gunge coming out of it. It's up to my, up to my ankle.
3: Oh, that's that's prime pink gunge! We need to put that in storage.
1: How many buckets left? Where are the buckets?
3: They've got other slop in them.
1: Um. Okay. Well, I'll I'll start on the starters then. Um, where are your starters?
3: We're making stationary beef pie. It's got stationery in it, rulers, pencils, rubbers, pencil sharpeners, and beef. And Liam
1: Perrins. Wow, that's, that, that'll give it a good taste, a good kick.
3: It will. You just put everything in a pot and stir it. Make sure you mash up all the pencils so they're not too long. It's not spaghetti, James. You've got to break them first.
1: I've always wondered, actually, working at the d where do we get our food from? Because I've never seen any lorries come around the back with uh, you know, deliveries or anything like that. <laughs>
3: Well, you see there's a building site just down the road. For a while we got it out of there, Skip. We had a lot of gravel soup that week. Um, occasionally I can scrape animals off the road. Seagulls are pretty common. Occasionally you get a
1: deer up the woods. It's amazing that I've never seen any of this. Um, I guess it's just blind ignorance on my part when I'm you know, handing you the roadkill and then taking it back out to the customers. Well... We mash it up pretty fine into whatever it goes into, so once it's grey mush, nobody can tell. What is, what is this, Dennis? You've, you've got, you've uh, kind of labelled some of the spices here, but I don't really recognise any of them.
3: They're not spices.
1: All oh, right, what are they?
3: Ba- bear with me a second.
1: Um, do you even know what's in this kitchen, Dennis? I mean, this is just sand. You've got in this one. it's uh, in case the soup isn't gravelly enough. This next one's paper, and then the third one's sandpaper. <laughs> But that's just mixing of sand and paper. Do you know what sandpaper is Dennis? It's just
3: sand and paper. I just found lots of it in the skip and it went very well with the poppadoms.
1: Well what, what vegetarian options have you got Dennis? Right I'll start cooking right I'm gonna chop up this onion. Is that an onion?
3: No it's a tulip bulb.
1: Right well I'll put that in there. What else have you got?
3: Um, let's have a look out the window. We've got um, tree, grass, shrub, this looks a bit flashy. What's this?
1: Um, okay, I think I'm going to stick to a vegetarian one though, Dennis, because most of these trucks do say vegetarian convoy, uh, and they are delivering uh, what seems like horses to a horse show. So, hmm, maybe we shouldn't put meat in everything.
3: They're, they're going to a horse convention. They don't want burgers because they're a horse.
1: Well, they'd be horse and rage, wouldn't they?
3: But all these prized show jumping ex horses, what have been put down for.
1: Is that where you call a corpse, an ex-horse? Okay, that's in there now. Alright, uh water, we've got any water. Uh the taps don't seem to be working, Dennis. You've been paying the the bills?
3: Oh we've got the rain bucket outside, although got a lot of mosquito larvae in it, so probably not best for the vegetarian option. Puddles, it was raining, so just go out. There's a puddle in the road. You okay. can get some gravel in that as well. Sure, sure. Be good.
1: All right, that's that's Stu and Dennis, that's already boiling now. Alright, uh
3: Right, so I've got some pea wine that I brewed from some pea. That's
1: what's what goes in pea wine,
3: right? You got any wine? Well, I, I left it fermenting in this vat. Right.
1: Oh, so sorry. The pea turns into wine. It's exactly. A, it's a bit like the old Jesus trick, but better.
3: Um. So. So that'll. That'll. That'll keep them. That'll keep them calm for a while.
1: Sure. Sure. Right. Um. Well, I could start on the desserts. Maybe. Have you got um any chocolate, any uh, cake, or anything, any ice cream, what, what, Mud pie. <laughs> That is your evidence? I didn't really think about the actual content of it, I just knew he's a member of the community. Point
2: two, you've met. That helped the community. Point one, quality control! Where was the
1: quality? I think it was in my kind of inquisitive uh, questioning of why he does anything.
2: Exhibit A, in favor of the prosecution.
1: I didn't realize this was a court as well, this is very...
0: Ofcom have extensive powers.
1: Dave, what are you doing?
0: Well, uh, after hearing that, uh, I'm going to be honest. Jay, it's a pretty useless bit of information that you gave as evidence. I've come up with a cunning plan. Right. I read an article the other day about a woman stop who stop hitting your head. No, this is part, part of the plan. A woman who hit her head so hard she became French. I don't think that was. No, it happened. it happened. She hit her head and then she woke up and she was French and she just she couldn't speak English. She could only speak French. So if I bang my head hard enough. I'll start speaking French and then I presume that Justin here won't be able to speak French and then you won't be able to get anything out of me.
1: Sorted. Justin, are you bilingual? Yes. I speak French, Urdu, Farsi. Okay, well, fine. D- keep going, Dave. Maybe the arm, smash the arm, he gets a bit of Spanish in there. What? Yeah, I'll bang that as well.
2: This table is solid mahogany. This table belongs to my grandfather who founded Ofcom. Please stop
0: Banging your extremities on it.
1: Well, we have had other guests, haven't we, David?
0: Uh, no. It's pretty much just been you, me, and Dennis, isn't it, for the whole show?
1: No. Is it not? Not one episode has been that. Oh. Not, not one bit of our lives has been that. Who else have we had? Oh uh, well, I, I, let me tell you. I got it uh, written down in my mind. Okay, can I? I uh, let me think. Let me think. Uh, I'm not buying time. <sighs>
2: I remind you that unless you give us any evidence that you have not broken the regulations, you will be punished.
1: uh Barry Gibbons he was the guy that was on wasn't he David? Oh Barry yeah, great guy but yeah he uh he was a, we interviewed him uh, he, in fact more so than anything he was a member of the community he he had uh influences in music and culture mm. He was an owner of a lighthouse he uh he had siblings. Can you, uh, David, put that, put that, put that on. Right, okay, here we go. Barry Gibbons. He from inheritance through what I can only describe as a legal battle that got out of hand. Oh, okay. And, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, I was once in a great band, a folk band, mm-hmm. by the name of Shallow Boat.
0: Oh, have we met you before?
1: No, but you should have heard the name. It's a fantastic band.
0: No, we, we met a guy perhaps
1: my uh my kin my uh, brother Larry Gibbons, or yeah thats uh, Gary Gibbons
0: yeah we' met I think it was Larry we met and he, sure he played a shallow boat song, but I don't think we we involved I can't remember I don't no know probably meeting. not
1: if it was in the last two decades, then no uh, Wow, wow uh, it been going on that long that long yeah so i've I, well since then there have been a lot of legal battles. I've started my own band called Contra. Contra. That's an electric folk band who oh. do mainly shallow boat covers. Oh, Okay. With an electric beat. Right. Unfortunately, we I lost my keyboard in '82, so most of the time we do just do very, very similar covers to Shallow Boat. Intro. How, um, how long's Contra been going? Um. Well, that's a good question. Yeah. What did I say? I said two decades, didn't I?
0: Yeah, I think two decades. But you lost your keyboard in 1982, mm-hmm. so that was ten. That's about thirteen. Uh, thirteen years before. Um, mm. Before you set up the electric band, so you, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have made it an electric. Pre- band yeah, the uh,
1: I already should have preempted starting the band with a, a, a equipment check.
0: You really should have done.
1: You know, but I built it as an electric funk band. And that's what it had to be.
0: Well, it was electric folk just now. <laughs> now it was was like electric funk.
1: Electric funk folk. Right, um, okay. In the industry, we just amalgamate the words to funk, because funk and folk, you know, very similar. Mm. So you take the first half of funk, the second half of folk, <laughs> you have funk.
0: Right, okay.
1: Just some industry sense.
0: speak for you there. I don't know if you care for it. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to get involved in any industry, right. that, as long as I can report on it.
1: So, yeah, we... Do, you, do do you chaps care about my financial situations? I don't know. I'll, but I'm gonna get into it anyway. My brother Larry, he really didn't care for the fact that I pushed over the drummer every chance <laughs> I got. You pushed him over? Well the drummer who was Gary. Now the, the the thing about Gary was a lot of the time he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: okay. That's and sort of a folky thing. He was well, I
1: can only describe as taped to the drum kit. <laughs>
0: Just propping him up.
1: And I thought this was, you know, a false interpretation of uh, a drummer. You know, it's it's a false kind of image of the drummer. Could his arms move? Could he blow No, no, not at all. They were just taped to his sides. Even his face was taped to the drum kit, the (laughs) the bass drum. Oh, okay. Um, So what I would do to undermine him, because a lot of the time he would get praise for, you know, reinventing the drum, but he was just lying on a drum kit. Right. I would push him over a kind of, I guess a juvenile kind of mean way, you know, uh, push him over so uh, he didn't look as snazzy.
0: Alright, <laughs> oh, okay. Quite a jealous man then. Absolutely. You didn't like the praise he was getting?
1: No, I was a drinker too. <laughs> so.
0: I'm confused. So you're in the. You're, what did you play in the band? I played the banjo. Oh, you played the banjo. Ga- a banjo? A synth banjo. A synth banjo. Gary was on the drums. Correct. Is this Shallow Boat or is this Contra?
1: This is Shallow Boat. Oh, okay, sorry. so this is when Larry this was in the This is Gary, wow. Larry, Barry. Which one are you? I'm Barry. You're
0: Barry, right, okay. Um, so, well, yeah, so what's happening? You've pushed over Gary and he's yeah. falling off the drum kit. Is he still attached to the drum kit? Absolutely, it... yeah, you... it was a mess.
1: It was a car crash of a drum kit. Oh, okay. um, and what would happen next? You know, Larry on vocals and, you know, the guitar mm. um, would, you know, we would get in a kind of sword fight with the <laughs> with the banjo and the guitar, oh, okay. uh, which would lead to, you know, a mass exodus of the, the people at the gig.
0: The Fans, you might say. No, I wouldn't say fans. Oh, okay. No,
1: really, that's not the right right word for it. Witnesses, would... the witnesses. Mm, yeah, is a really you know. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So the third party.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah.
1: So after you know uh, a decade of this, mm. you know, we thought, okay, we'll go our different ways because obviously I can't go with the fact that he is not playing the drums. Did um, you have any
0: beat in the background at all, or there's mm, just there's no?
1: Well, the movement of him trying to lift his head off the drum. Would create a kind of you know sporadic oh, okay. beat, right? Okay. That was near audible, but not quite. Right. Um, and I'd push them over. So <laughs> okay, that
4: makes
0: a big noise, I'd imagine. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So then you know, I got I got into thinking I'll start my own band, some sort of synth funk folk band.
0: Right. Um, I don't
1: I don't know. you were how... already
0: playing the synth banjo, weren't absolutely,
1: you? Absolutely yes. So I and I, I soon figured out that I couldn't write songs. Yeah. Um, what I was doing was uh what many people described as uh, accompanying noise.
2: That's what you'd offer to the band? Absolutely. Right, okay. So
1: what I soon Fighting and <laughs> whatever Absolutely, in the yes. yeah. um, So what I had to do was uh, discover the, that I could only play covers. Uh-huh. And that's a hard lesson to learn. I don't know if you've ever learned that lesson, but it's a hard one.
0: Uh, no, I can't say that's a lesson. I've never mind. learned that but lesson. I'll, views on that? Um, Larry? And by that, like, I mean Barry. Right, absolutely, yeah. yeah.
1: You, well, I was waiting for the other Larry there in case Larry w- was behind no, me. No, no, he's not behind no. you, no, know, right? Uh, lessons learned. No, don't learn them. That's great. Fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> so then I tried to start this synth band, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sure. <laughs> Long story short... I lost the synth banjo in a fire. Oh, no. I won't get into that because that's a whole other deal. Um, so I had just one, um It was one string that would wrap around my toe <laughs> right. and kind of play it and, you know, sing Shallow Boat songs. Then I got taken Sorry, to... Sorry, no,
0: court. but this is, this is contra, isn't it? But I
1: would play covers of Shallow Boat songs because I couldn't play original songs. I could only do covers. Oh, uh, okay. One of the many problems i faced in my life. <laughs>
3: right.
1: Then, of course, Larry found out about this. Um, I think it was word of mouth, because, you know, the internet wasn't about in 1984, wasn't it? Your timeline is all <laughs> over the place. He took me to court, much like the Smiths got taken to court ten years later. Okay, yeah. Um, Very, very similar court cases, if you're familiar with the Smiths.
0: Mm, um... You mean the Smiths from number 42 down the road?
1: Absolutely, yes. We got taken to court. There was lots of fights, lots of legal battles. Somehow I won. I'm not sure how because I should have not won at all. (laughs) I think it was the fact that Gary was, you know... um, He was still taped to the drum And he was presenting Larry. Oh, okay. uh, And I had an actual lawyer with me. Right. So it was a simple case of, you know, me putting forward my argument, then some rufflings of a drummer, (laughs) and then, you know, the judge smacking his gallard and saying, get out, take whatever you want.
0: Right, okay. I bought a
1: lighthouse.
2: What did that have to do with the community? Um... Uh... All I heard was a man who took another man to court and won some sort of battle over some sort of intellectual property dispute about the name Shallow Boat.
1: Yeah, that did happen. Um... That did happen. Hmm. You're not journalists, Dave. What was our point again? What were we trying to? I'm not sure. So... Oh, okay, music, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, did you enjoy the contract? Because there's loads of contracts. We we talk about contracts all the time: financial contracts, legal contracts, verbal contracts.
2: Well, I'll be honest. I am. I am a sucker for a good contract.
1: The, well, I've got some evidence here. Um, Rubik's Brown, remember him, David's? Oh, what Rubik's a guy! Brown. Oh, yes. He mixed uh, contracts with music. He actually played music as well. He, he didn't just talk about it. He wasn't just all talk, was he? He was not, no.
0: Um, he was a pretty handy on the old keyboard, James, from what I remember. Tinkling the old ivories, I believe, is what they say, Justin. Play the clip. Watch and learn. This is how you stage a
1: coup. This is not how you conduct an interview, though, because we're just speaking over him. <laughs> He's slightly hey, waiting. I'm though.
0: just uh, come for the contract. Um, yeah, maybe. Um... Hey, yeah, stop talking now. Um,
1: Rubik's. Rubik's. Please? Please? Oh, please. Are you going to do it or a bit? I don't know, who's going to say it? I think you should probably say it. I'll say it. I'll stop repeating it. Right, okay. Can
0: you annul this contract and leave everything exactly as it was? Um, no, I can't. I'm afraid this is, uh, it's in writing. You know, if you can maybe just hand me the contract. You know, if you just look through it, you'll see that, um, it's all above board. It's one, two, three, legal. Oh, he's right, James. Well, I guess we're going to have to hand it over and, uh, everything's going to... Hello, what's this? What's what? Sorry, the tears are getting to me. Sorry, what? (laughs) There's i I've just spotted a little clause here, uh, uh, Rubik, because you said this is all legal and stuff, but it says uh, here, that if there is any uh, issue uh, surrounding the sale of the station, then the first party to win a keyboard off will decide the outcome of the dispute.
1: Now, am I right in thinking you wrote this contract?
0: That's right, I, uh, I wrote the contract. Why
1: would you put that clause in?
0: I love, and I mean love, the keyboard. Um, Rubix, I believe according to your own uh, contract, uh, there's a dispute going on here, there must be a keyboard off. Can I maybe go first? Wait, can I just say it's lucky that in my backpack I've got a keyboard. (laughs) Obviously, Dave but we got one The room's empty I haven't got a keyboard
1: Right Yeah you best go first
0: <laughs> Yeah if you go first Right okay I'm just going to warm myself up Warm up the keyboarding fingers
1: Sounds erotic Who's supposed to?
0: That's the left hand warming up It's back on thanks Yep
1: Who are you thanking?
0: The guy who turned put the power back on
1: Which is who? You
0: yeah. Okay. I like to sometimes have a conversation between one half of my brain got Rubik's and one half of my brain got Brown. And right. they just, they just sort out problems with me.
1: So Who's Rubik's ri- couldn't get the piano keyboard working, but Brown sorted it out. Who's the referee? <coughs> because I don't think you're playing fair. I'm pretty sure you're going to use, like, the, um, samples they you're on the keyboard.
0: No, definitely not. I'm going to play, um, this lovely little ditty, and over it I'll explain why I will win the tournament. You can't speak and play,
1: that's impossible.
0: Watch and learn. Here we go. I bought this station, $0 spent. We'll increase profit 7,632%. Just gonna change the dials. There's been a breakdown in communication. I plan to privatize this community station. I may have amended my calculations. I'll be liquidating assets for generations. It's quite hard to rap or play piano. To go against me in a rap battle, stupid! Haven't you heard of me? My name's Brown, comma Rubix. Keyboard solo. I'm just gonna go freestyle. I've got it. This is it. There we go. I have to say, I loved it.
1: <laughs> How are we gonna beat that, James? No, we haven't even got a keyboard yet.
0: Would you like to borrow my keyboard?
1: So yeah I think that, I think that last bit of evidence you know demonstrates the fact that you know um uh, we can get the job done there's music for the listener there's financial speak there's um there's uh communication there's uh, the back and forth the banter's ecstatic um I'm happy at at points David's there
0: yeah what, I was there
1: what, what else do you need I mean we have a, a musical fight we resolve our differences we go our separate ways no harm no foul I have one word for you. Endings! There
2: was no ending to that piece. What do you mean? Sure. He won the rap battle. I think we know we won that, didn't we? I couldn't tell! It didn't end. Who won the rap battle? Did he take over the radio station? I don't know. Did he keep your contracts going? Did he keep the contracts and the suppliers to the radio station going? Electricity! Gas! Water!
1: Mister. Case Rack, if I can, just interrupt there. I think you'll find the listeners, they don't want to know stuff like who now owns a radio station, what happened to the guy. People don't care about this kind of thing. They want to know who would win in a musical fight with a keyboard. A guy they don't know, or our beloved heroes, David and James. And that they found out. Or did they?
2: I don't know!
1: Okay, David, do you want to... David... I've uh, I've been listening to
0: the the back and forth here and I've noticed endings, Justin, is something that you're very keen on and might just get us off the hook, I do believe. So if I can adduce this bit of evidence here, I'm going to call it Exhibit D. This, my friend Justin, is how you end a radio show.
5: So next up, we're going to talk to our mystery guest, a brilliant comedian who is great at comedy so they're gonna come on we're gonna do an interview because it's radio and that's what radio does even jeremy vine does interviews with people literally anyone actually jeremy vine um shouldn't be that horrible to jeremy vine he was very endearing on the last series of strictly come dancing couldn't dance but i feel like i'm losing my mind and like (laughs) leaving out needed bits of sentences (laughs) so this is making little sense And joining me is our very special guest, star of Not The Nine O'Clock News and that French detective programme that was on last weekend. I don't know what it was called. Uh, Rowan Atkinson. Cue the applause. Now, if you just hold on one second, I'm going to put some more of these emails and tweets in the junk folder. Um, Okay, there we go. That There we go. That's all done. Um, that should be fine. Oh, there's so many questions I could ask you. I don't know where to start. Uh, should I ask about what happened to Teddy or your time in the thin blue line, Constable Habib Forever? Um, I've... So the first question, Um, just something I was interested in. I think I read last week that you've, you fell asleep at your daughter's cabaret performance. What happened? Is that... Oh, okay. Well, just for the listeners at home he has in fact fallen asleep here. So that's, to be honest, I really like cabaret. I think I don't and then I go and I just get very into it. It's great, isn't it, cabaret? Maybe I've only been to one cabaret performance. Still good though. What was that called? It's not important. Can't shout it out. I don't know what it's called. I, I do have Rowan Atkinson. Um, perhaps I'll tweet a picture. Wait, sorry, what's that noise? What- It's- Oh, okay. So the junk- The junk file that I've been putting all the tweets and emails in Um, it says it's going to- Well, I mean, it, it looks like it's going to explode, but that's ridiculous, that can't happen. Can it, Rowan? A- Rowan Atkinson? Do you know if this- You're still asleep? This noise is obviously not affecting you. I am the electron?
3: And I am going to stop
5: your views.
3: Hashtag feminists
5: shouldn't be here. I mean, this just sounds like one of David and James' comedy
4: endings, doesn't it? Our superiority is trending. It will go viral. Hashtag men rule. At, um, women suck.
5: Right, so there seems to be some kind of giant electricity-based troll.
3: Hashtag, I am the Electrol. <laughs> Kill yourself
4: because you're a woman.
3: <laughs> I hope every feminist has their head severed from their shoulders. Hashtag feminist. Hashtag die.
5: Why don't you please? Um, I mean, it would be terrifying if it wasn't so ridiculous. I uh, I just pop you out of the way
4: there, Rowan. Hashtag, why don't you just die? At you? I am the Electrol. Trolling, troll, troll. troll. electro.
5: But this would be more scary if it wasn't so obviously from online trolls. And, and now it's manifested into a troll. I mean, it's pretty lazy, I'd say.
4: Hashtag, I'll smash the whole place up, you feminist. And break your things.
3: Hashtag, your people bones will never hurt me. Only
5: water. Ha ha ha. For I am the Electrol. of water... And electricity doesn't sound like a good idea, but it'll probably get rid of this issue that's happening. Right, so I'll just I'll just I'll just pour that on there. On um the terrifying troll. Um, there we go. And not the
4: water, hashtag, no! And I'm dying hashtag, no! <laughs>
5: Definitely broken. The, that equipment's not, not going to work. Troll's gone. Um, everybody's damp. Well, I've said it now. Everybody's damp. Is this how all the quick smart comedy shows end? Because, I mean, if it is, I understand why people don't listen. What do you think, Rowan? Was this better or worse than your daughter's cabaret?
0: See? That was great, wasn't it? Little fight, a uh, little bit of music. I don't know who was playing
1: that music, James, but it was I pretty didn't know good either. I wasn't on the there. button, wasn't it? Oh, well, We were in the safari, weren't we? First time I've had it. It a troll. Weird, isn't it? Guys, you weren't even there for one point. Yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's not the best example of uh, our show, because we weren't there. We weren't, you know, helping in any way. But, uh, you know, clear ending, uh, some action going off, and then it's all fine, isn't it? Another point that Ofcom would like to raise. Your shows have two types of ending.
2: Number one that we just heard, a big action piece that peters off into nothing. The antagonist just goes. You put up very little
1: resistance, and the antagonist decides to leave. In my defense, and David's as well, I'll, I'll put him in this group of defenders, uh, a lot of them have guns. Now, is it my job as a radio DJ to, to walk into work expecting to get shot, or try to defuse some sort of hostage situation? Because I don't think it is.
2: Have you read the Ofcom code? I have not. Being a radio DJ gives you the same rights and responsibilities as members of... The Avengers? What? LAPD? NYPD, you fool! As the New York Police Department. Oh, sorry. So if you walk into work and someone accosts you with some sort of intergalactic weapon, you are supposed to
1: fight them. But what about interdimensional weapons? Because we had a couple of them as well. The rules get hazy on that point. Magical amulets? rings hmm. not not sure on that one yeah wow well, this is the gray area we get into every week we digress one action piece that
2: peter's into nothing okay or you have the other ending the cliffhanger i hate cliffhangers we don't know what has happened to you are you alive are you dead are you in another dimension do you find somewhere to live <laughs> these are questions we just don't know the answer to
1: Well, in in my and David's defense, and feel free to back me up, David, or put me down, but uh, we can't fit our complicated lives into an hourly format once a month that just like, neatly ties it up. I mean, yeah, sure, we, we may be dead. We may have like been driven off a cliff on a safari. We may be homeless. We may be being attacked by zombies that we then have to dance with all night. I don't know what's going to happen, right? But what I will say is I can't force ourselves into a situation where we allow the listeners to know what's happened when it's still happening. Another point I'd like to
0: raise. Sound Art Radio, very strict timetabling, Justin. Two till three... Second Sunday of the month is our slot. Have you considered boasting us up to
1: like a two-hour time slot? We would get everything done then.
0: Absolutely. It's not our fault if we're just about to solve the mystery and then we just get cut off and then the next show comes on. That's not our fault.
1: Or is it? I don't know. Uh, No, we're supposed to
0: sort of pre-plan the show, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, that's that's what's going on.
1: Planning.
2: Well, I have a piece of evidence for you. Let me take you back. Cast your mind
0: back. Do you remember the safari? I do. I remember it well. Quite a
1: harrowing safari, from what I remember, James. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, the the, uh, the it just cut out, didn't it? You know, we're on the phone, just cut out. That's right. The audience didn't know if you were alive, dead,
2: or if you'd been mutated into some sort of llama lion. There was no ending. It was a cliffhanger. But when we were rooting through the recordings, we found this: your personal recording that was being broadcast at the time. Why did you not include this in the show? It clearly showed you were still alive. Your broadcasters.
1: Good point. Fair enough. Hands up. Good point. I'll take that on the chin, that one. We are broadcasters. Yeah, Dave and James again. Um, Let's <laughs> Well, it's a, kind of a funny story, really. <laughs> oh. um, we've, uh, you know, escaped the car. Uh, the, the lines did get in. Um, I think it's a bit unusual for a safari, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, I've not. A long lead, I've not. They don't normally jump in the
0: car, I don't think, yeah. and um, sort of nibble on your right it's arm. Sort of like a or esophagus for you, yeah. is it?
1: Yeah, oh. uh, a lot of blood. Um, but um, yeah, uh, so we are, it, it does sound like we're panting, we are on the run. Um, yeah, basically, we're um, a bit lost. Um, sort of going through, what is this, a jungle or something? Yeah, I lost my sticker book a while ago. Uh,
0: oh, what? I would to learn about the 1997 volleyball world cup final.
1: Yeah, but I used it as a diversion, <sighs> so we didn't get eaten. Uh, oh, okay. Aligns into volleyball. Uh, wow, well, they will now. They will be now, yeah, they've got all the facts and figures. We found a... Oh. I think we found a clearance. Uh, just heading into a cave now. Right. Yeah. Um, mm. Did you bring any matches or anything? No. Did you? No. Don't right. smoke. Oh, I well, mean, either. No other
0: use for a match, possibly. Absolutely not. The ball. Mm. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's just a
1: couple of cubs just in front of us, David.
0: Oh, that's great because cubs, cubs are never protected by the mother, James. So <laughs> yeah. there's there's going to be no angry bear with the little
1: bear cubs. So who? I know. I definitely know it's a cub. But I don't know what species. Are we talking a badger? Are we talking a lion? Um, are we talking a bear? Where are... What would you describe this place as, James? A lair. Maybe a den or a something. A den.
0: Um, dragons... De- no, dragons don't exist. Or do they? I can't remember.
1: Mm, I don't know. Um, Probably a badger.
0: Yeah. TB, James. What? We, we're going to get TB. Badgers. Badgers. Have they culled them all yet?
1: Have they killed them all? Uh, well, we, we could stomp them out, maybe. Yeah, could we stomp them They don't look... They're oh, not black I... and white. They don't look like badgers. No, they look quite a lot like lions. Mm. more lions um, it's pitch black though. I can't really see let's just no. touch one's face oh very teethy yeah maybe it's a bear yeah that'll explain the the mother bear behind it David can you see that no I can just see two little cubs they're quite cute hello yeah I'm just mo- stroking it the mother bear there the lightning going off in the background is kind of lighting up she's pretty mad a lot of blood coming from her face no these cubs look nice from the, mouth. the cubs are lovely James I'm just looking at the cubs yeah you know uh, stroking their fur i'm gonna start moving away if i'm honest dave why <laughs> you know what they say about clubs some mothers do have them proof here some cubs how i met the them. mother um just just back uh, just to let you know we're backing up into uh, what's going on here seem as a soft rock back um, back up back up no i don't think uh rocks generally growl do they no i don't think so no oh i think that's a. Those lines from earlier. Is that that a volleyball sticker book I can feel? Maybe. Feels like we're surrounded. Yeah, somewhat. Oh,
0: there's a little opening over there Maybe we could go out there onto the bridge.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, it looks like It looks like the lightning hit. It's on fire. Oh no. And it's a bit over that chasm, and it's kind of collapsed a bit. Maybe. Mm. hmm. I don't know. There are many chasms in uh, South Devon. We could probably go for it though. We're gonna jump. Hmm, if I'm honest, David, I don't mind a good leap of faith when it comes down to that being killed by a bear or a lion. Mm. Yeah. you got to keep the spirits high, obviously, on the radio, but uh, just to let the listeners know I have been gashed across the side. Um, I think that's. I what... across the esophagus, James, don't forget. <laughs> is that kidney?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. You got two, though. Yeah, exactly. If one is hanging out, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I saw that on the wall of a GP's once. Yeah. So, yeah, are we going to jump? I, I say go for it. Yeah, let's go. Um,. Who's gonna go first? Let's chuck the phone first. Right, right, <laughs> See okay. if it makes it. Right. Um, so yeah, on three, James. should we? Uh, yeah, absolutely, run and jump? Dave. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, okay. Three, right.
1: two, one. Let's no, go. One, uh, well, no. I was gonna
0: do one, two, three. James. 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 Boys. I'm gonna level with you.
2: You have not given enough evidence to support your position
1: and to defend yourselves. What does that mean? What? 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 What's going on? What's going to happen? You're trying to hoodwink me. I'm not even sure what that means. You are
2: lying to me. You two are holding something back. I'm sure you are not. Nobody can be this stupid. I've heard these clips. No one can flit from knowing what's going on, to not knowing what's going on, to pretending that they're confused, to knowing some secret incantation, to knowing a foreign language, to being able to speak to aliens. No one can do this. I need to get into your mind. What do you mean? I need to see your thoughts. Then I will know what you're actually thinking to prove
1: you are trying to trick Ofcom and trick me, Justin Kaserak. Now, hold on just a second, Justin, because we've been around the block a couple of times, right? Space, fine. Forests, understandable. Uh, Underwater submarines, harbours. Gold mines. VR. We've done it all, Justin. We've seen it all, but we have not seen a middle-aged man penetrate The power of the mind. And I think you're talking rubbish. So let's just call it quits now, Justin, because we're out of here. Sit down. Why? We're already sitting. We didn't get up yet. You guys pretend to be idiots.
2: But I know, really, inside those heads of yours are craniums just brimming with big ideas trying to fool me, trying to fool Ofcom, and trying to fool the world of community radio. But I'm going to enter those mines and find out what really you chaps are doing. What I'm about to do is an ancient mind technique known only to a few Ofcom elite. This is the most powerful penetrative force the world has ever seen the use of this technique has been sanctioned by the highest authority in Ofcom and the Council of Elders have specifically sanctioned the use of this penetrative mind power on you two because we feel you are the most dangerous force in community radio the world has ever seen and your outer idiocy is a way of shadowing and hiding your innermost deepest thoughts which are going to destroy by the world of radio! Oh, just gonna play my tape. Prepare! To be... Incepted! Hey.
0: James, my mind's being filled up
1: with bylaws and contracts! Oh, my, my head! It feels like i am penetrated with a ruler!
2: Tell me your innermost thoughts. Take me to the deepest, darkest recesses of your mind. Memory.
5: Thoughts.
2: Feelings. Imagery. Plan. Who are you? What do you want with the world? What aren't you telling me? What has not been heard by anyone? Tell me your innermost thoughts. Memory, memories, thoughts, feelings, imagery, plan.
0: James, it's all coming back to me. My repressed memories are coming to the surface of my consciousness, I'm seeing Christmas. Okay, well, it was, uh, nice talking to you, but we got to go and circulate the room now, James. Come on. All right. Um, circling.
1: Clockwise. Circling, thank circling. you. Do you mean in a spot or the whole room? Because I'm spilling a lot of stuff here, David. Yeah, stop just twisting around. Um, it's right. walk- Maybe the border of the room, on the perimeter. How much of the stuff can we spill? Because I've done a lot of spilling. <laughs> look who it is, Jonesy. Alright, oh, boy, look a couple of. Uh... Couple of lightning
2: lads wandering in here.
1: Wait, look, oh, look, look, boy, they're they're having to wait on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we doing? We're we waiting too, yeah. Oh, oh alright, boy, alright, Jonesy. I didn't realise you'd be here if I'm honest.
0: No, we thought that you were still cryogenically frozen in the uh, studio.
1: He let us have a good
0: behaviour, didn't he, know old that. <laughs> what a guy. What I would
2: like to know is, where is the tree? Where are the fairy
0: lights? Where are the little depictions of the baby Jesus?
1: Where's JC? That's what I'm to in that Absolutely, where is he? Well, I think it's more of a holiday festive party, not a Christmas party. You know, so It just kind of includes everyone, which is quite nice thought really i think you should appreciate that about this uh whole event if you don't appreciate anything else well, well uh nah i don't appreciate it to nah. be honest well our view point is if you don't put up our christmas tree we'll smack your face in <laughs> pretty much right well yeah let's go we, we don't want to argue with our fight it's christmas isn't it so you know me and here, we just want to do our time and you know uh Live!
0: That's right Jonesy, you know, this is a time of year for
2: friends and family, for being nice to one another, and for not being locked up in a frozen prison.
1: Besides, you know the tips that these people give are ridiculous. Some bird and man, some bird gave me a 500 carat gold watch, so...
2: That memory showed me nothing. Show me another. Tell me your innermost thoughts.
1: Memory, thoughts, feelings, imagery, set I'm, I'm, What am I seeing? I'm seeing white Christmases, I'm seeing snow, I'm seeing a mansion, some sort of woman investigating a murder. Oh.
4: Has anybody else got anything to say about the case? Anything that has any relevance to the murder? Uh,
1: L- Letitia? Sorry, Letitia?
4: Yes, back, James? Back
1: here. Uh, me, well, me and David, we, we had a couple of thoughts, and, uh... We
4: David were... and I, David and I.
1: David and I, we are we having some thoughts. Much better. We are having some thoughts, and, um, we've... I think we kind of, I think we might have solved the case, but if you just come through here...
4: Really? Okay, I'll, I'll follow you.
1: Into the larder we go. Just follow us, down down here. Yep.
0: Letitia, if you uh, look up on this wall, we've, um, together a little impromptu mind map. My
4: now. goodness!
0: If you look, I've been, uh, taking surreptitious mug shots of everyone.
1: See those, I'm fairly alive? sure
4: that's illegal.
1: I mean, there's a lot of motion blur because we did it without people knowing, but um, yeah. they there's still photos. So, we think it may be Monty. Monty, that's who that is, yeah, Monty.
4: Right. Monty Gallows. And why do you think that?
1: David, take it away.
0: Monty Gallows, you see, Letitia, is the heir to the Gallows Wheat Fortune.
4: Indeed.
0: Now, I don't know whether you've been following uh, world trade prices recently. But... I
4: have another one of my passions along with murder mysteries.
1: Well, absolutely. So You can you... get it on your iPhone now, can't you? And other brands. Just... Android. Yeah, absolutely. That's a brand. Yep. No, Nike,
4: I believe. Another
1: brand. <laughs> exactly. This is
0: I'm just... speaking mainly about phones. The price of wheat has been falling dramatically around the world. Food prices are... are the Apple down. They're just up and it's all It's all over the place, James.
4: Excellent news for gluten-free eaters.
0: Exactly. And that's exactly what Monty Gallows doesn't want. You see, Monty
1: Gallows isn't gluten intolerant.
4: Really think about it now, lads. I mean, somebody has died.
1: Hmm. Xbox, that's the brand, isn't it? Well, Microsoft would be the brand. I guess. Uh,
4: I, I feel no, like Xbox you're losing the your train well. of thought.
0: Right, so yeah, basically... He's not gluten intolerant, so...
4: Has he ever mm. said that he was gluten intolerant?
1: No, he just mainly talked about wheat. My biggest suspicion was the fact that he's the heir to the gallows fortune, but he is in his late 60s. Well, yeah.
4: Rich people, though, you must remember, live forever!
0: Maybe that's it. Maybe he was so angry that because his... His elders are going to live forever. He's never going to get the uh, Gallows fortune. So exactly.
4: Look he... at Prince Charles.
1: Write that down, David. Write that down on the board. Poisoning. More evidence. Gallows Poisoning. live forever. Mm. Why well, don't put it in... Put it legible. I can't even read that. If you want the police to see that, David, that's just... I, I don't know what that uh, like.
4: Marrows. I read Marrows live Marrows. forever. No,
1: Gallows. G. That's a G. And I
0: put the number four and then EVA, because I've just seen that scrawled on tables and stuff so I thought just save, save a bit of time
4: I think that might mean that you're in a relationship with him now
0: oh no with if a I... murderer David oh <laughs> blimey I'm going to be like one of those people that gets married to someone on death row won't I
4: this has been a most enlightening theory chaps but we really must be getting back to everyone else <laughs> Ugh.
1: oh my head my poor brain David? James? <laughs> Still us, that's good. We didn't, oh, we didn't do like a Freaky Friday body switch, that's good.
0: No, no, I thought oh. I thought maybe I was going to come in, yeah.
1: Well, uh. What did you think, sir? You're going to come in? <laughs> you thought you were going to come in? I thought maybe I was going to come back and be a grown-up like Tom Hanks. Right, you're 26. No, but i you know.
0: really grown up.
1: Like Like 30?
0: Yeah, I thought it was going to come out like 30 and be like, whoa, what is this? And all the weird experiences of like paying bills and like getting places on time and stuff. And it would just mess with my mind. But nope, just uh, get older, non-bill
2: paying, turning up late Dave. That was a waste of time. I used an ancient power on your two brains and have deduced
1: nothing but the fact that you are actually idiots part time idiots, we only do an hour a month. Come on, be fair. Granted, there is no malice to
2: you. You are good, solid individuals with kind hearts. Nonetheless, the quality of your shows is appalling. You do not help the local community. You have breached Ofcom
1: regulations and you shall be punished. Okay, well, what does that mean exactly? Because we weren't really doing anything before, so... um, What what do we do now? Less? Do we do less? What do we do more? Do we do more hours and then we'll make
0: it better? Because we'll actually have proper endings? What do you... What do you want from us? Can we go? I,
2: Justin Kayserak, find you guilty of all charges. You have breached Ofcom's quality control guidelines. You have not been reaching out to the community and therefore you will be punished. By the power vested in me by the great druids of old, I sentence you to the most severe punishment Ofcom has ever created. Bylaws! These bylaws must be considered at all times and met to the best of your abilities. If the Council of Elders are not satisfied that you are not making every effort possible to try your very best to meet these bylaws most of the time, then you face the Small Claims Court or even the Ofcom Tribunal. Ofcom has ruled. Be gone now and create Find Community Radio.
1: Well, that all seems fairly fairly reasonable. We'll, we'll try and get on that. Um, I think, yeah, to be honest, Justin, I was expecting a far worse punishment. Yeah, I, some sort of penalty fee. Oh, we're doing it, Dave. We're talking over <laughs> each other.
0: Hey! <laughs> ah, we breached
1: oh. rule. Well, one of the bylaws. Um, I think we'll go away, Justin. We'll digest the bylaws. We'll, um, we'll get on that. Obviously, you can't do it this month because you've taken up all the show with this Uh this thing
0: yeah i'm sure you know you were trying to increase the quality of the show and i think by playing all the clips of our really poor past shows i think um you've done a great job i think yeah you've really done a great job but uh keeping the quality low so thanks justin uh but october we're coming for you oh uh, yeah september we're expecting a poor one but october we'll really we'll really be hitting it
1: then <laughs> why are you gonna break it in heaven you? you can't just go from uh zero to hero can you that's true you can't ask michael owen
0: Quick Smart Comedy Show, devised and performed by David and James, with Dan Davis and Bethan Highgate-Bets. Theme song by Karosh Oliver Floyd. For more information and content, visit SoundCloud.com/QuickSmart and follow us on Twitter at QuickSmartShow.